The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Yoma has been dedicated in memory of Mazal Bat Esther Baghdadi and Yosef Ben Mazal Baghdadi by their family. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by North Fork Bank and its private banking department with Gabriel Safti. Hashem Ishmedehu Bihayehu. We would like to thank North Fork Bank and urge our listeners to patronize this generous financial institution. On a uh, private note, we'd like to thank Mr. Gabriel Safti for his continued support for all our programs here at uh, Daf Yomi, Torah Learning Resources, and the Torah Center. Today's Daf has been dedicated in memory of Yosef Ben Mazal and Shalom Rafael Ben Mazal. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied by Alun Shmat Abraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihenu Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied Laatzlachat Hayale Sava LeYisrael. Haomdim Amishmar Arzenu VaAreloheinu Megibud LeBanon VeAd Levo HaArava VeAd Kivun Mislaim BeYabasha BeAvir UBeYam. Yiten Hashem et kol ha'ivim nefanenu, nigafim nefnehem. Kadosh Baruch Hu yishmor v'yatsil et chayalenu ve'otanu ve'et toshavei Eretz Yisrael mechol sara v'suka mechol nega u'mahala. V'yaterem ateret nisachon, sim shalom ba'aretz u'balisiyon go'el. Amen ve'amen. We begin today's daf on Samechvav, Hamud Rishon, and we start... On the first line, we are discussing <coughs> a scenario where the par and the sa'ir of Yom Kippurim was lost. Uh, other animals were brought in instead, and then it was found again. <coughs> so the Gemara says clearly that you cannot bring the par and sa'ir next Kippur. You have to leave them to die. That was the Shittah of Rabbi Yehuda. So the Gemara asked the question, what do you mean Rabbi Yehuda is the same rabbi that said by Shekalim, that Shekalim that were double paid, you're allowed to get a credit to next year. So you see one obligation from one year, you're able to fulfill an obligation of the next year. So seemingly why then can't you just hold on to the pot and the sa'ir and bring them next Kippur? So the Gemara said, well, we have a Gezerah. This is the answer that we're up to. We have a gezera that we're worried the sa'ir of the hatat might be more than a year old the following year. And the sa'ir hatat, like all hataot, <coughs> can only be within one year. The Gemara asked, what do you mean maybe it'll be one uh, more than one year? It'll definitely be more than one year a year later. Why does the Gemara use Lashon gezera? So the Gemara said, according to Rabbi, that says, when we say a year, it's a solar year, which is 365 days. So it's possible, the way that she explained, that you can go from one Kippur to the other without a full solar year passing. For example, the animal is eight days old, and you're designated on Eid of Kippur, <coughs> that she says a year later, one Kippur will be 364 days. So that's why the Gemara says, it's a Gezerah. 
Meaning, you're right, there is a case where it'll be okay, but there's other cases, obviously, where it's going to be more than a year old. That's why the Sa'ir is not accepted on the next Kippur. So that Gemara says, Hatina Sa'ir. <coughs> that explains the Sa'ir. Par, Ma'ikalimimar. What about the par? The par is able to be, let's say, three years old even. And therefore, we're not worried that from one year to the next, <coughs> that you'll have a problem. So what's the gezera? So the says, gezera par atu sa'ir. So the says, well, like we said earlier, <coughs> we have a gezera that if we allow the sa'ir, <coughs> I'm sorry, if we allow the par, we'll come to allow the sa'ir. So we'll say the par as well. Umishum gezera yamut. But because of the gezera, you starve it to death. At least let it be The old and furthermore, <coughs> Oh, and anyway, we have a rule that a hatat that is more than one year old and past its year, the deen is it's disqualified. But you don't kill it. Mita, you let it graze until it gets a blemish. The Amar is Takish, Hatat Sharab Rashinata, a Hatat that passed its year, Ro'in Ota Ki'ilui Omedet Bebeta Kibarot. The Kohen has to look at it as if it's standing in the cemetery. What is that point meaning? Just like a Kohen cannot enter a cemetery because it's Tumah. An animal, a hatat, that's more than one year old, the Kohen has to keep away from this animal. Meaning, you can't, you can't slaughter it. You gotta keep away from it, like, as if it's in a cemetery. And you let it graze. So therefore, the Gemara answers your second question. Even if you want to tell me that that's the concern. Gezera, maybe it's been more than a year, the deen is not correct. It's not Yamut. The deen is Ro'eh. So the Gemara gives the final answer. Gezera Mishum Takala. The issue over here is <coughs> what the Gemara calls takala. What's the takala? We're concerned that you might bring it as a different korban during the year. These animals were designated for kippur. So that wait a year, and the next kippur you'll bring them. The concern is that in the interim during the year, <coughs> you might end up bringing them for a different korban. And therefore, we're concerned about that takala. Like the Gemara is going to explain now. The Tanya... In Makdishin, a person is not allowed to consecrate an item. Then Ma'arichin, that is a person saying, That's uh, promising his value to the Beit HaMikdash. Everybody has an intrinsic value, the Torah lists. Then Ma'arimin, that's also a form of consecration of property. Today that we do not have the Beit HaMikdash, you cannot consecrate property. Let's say you did. Well, there's no better to make that. So what are you going to do? It says, Bema ti'akir. The animal, you have to uproot it. And we'll see what that means. Perot kesut vekerim. Fruit. Kesut is clothes. Kerim is vessels. Yirkavu. Let them spoil. Ma'ot, monies. Vekli matechot and metals. Yoli chana'al yamamelah. Throw them into the Dead Sea, and the money will decay. Ve'ezehu <coughs> ikur. What does it mean when it says, let the animal uh, be uprooted? No'el delet lefanea. You let the, uh, lock the door in front of it. Ve'himeta me'elehan. It dies of starvation. So you see over here, what's the concern? You're worried about takala. <coughs> 
What's the takala? The Gemara says takala demai. What are you worried about? What's the problem that can happen? E takala de akraba. If you're telling me you're worried that you might come to bring these as korbanot, meaning the pal and the sa'ir that resurfaced, wait till next year. If you're concerned that what that we're worried that you might bring it as another sacrifice during the year, so every animal that the law is that you have to let it graze until it gets a blemish, we should make a gezerah that uh, it's a sur to keep it around, gezerah that you might come to uh, bring it as a uh, korban, which is why did you only say by the part and the sa'id of Yom Kippur that we're worried, kill it right away, why? Gezerah that you might come to bring it as a korban. Any, any animal for that matter, that the law is you have to graze until it uh, gets a blemish, we should make the same gezerah. So the Gemara is fine. Maybe the takala is what we're worried that you might come to use its shearings or you might come to work the animal. Again, so again, every animal that the law is you have to let it graze until it gets a blemish. We should make the same gezera. That what takala? Maybe you're going to come in interim to use its shearings or maybe you're going to come to use its uh, work. So the Gemara Really, the concern is what. That we're concerned you might bring it as a another <coughs> korban. All other animals. <coughs> For example, a regular animal that now the deen is uh, It's not a There's nothing you can do with this animal. A person, let's say, replaced it, got whatever he needed from that animal, he brought it on the mizbah. Then you have an extra animal here. What's the deen? Let it graze. The guy doesn't have any intention to put this on the Mizbayah. So I'm not worried that he might come and unintentionally put it on the Mizbayah. Lotaridu is not uh, preoccupied. taridba. However, the case of the part in the Sa'ir, he's involved, he's preoccupied. Why? Because he knows that this is still viable as a Qurban. I'll bring it next year. And therefore the concern is in his preoccupation, he's in the Qurban head, he might by mistake bring it during the year. And that's a problem. So again, basically the Gemara is saying that the reason ultimately why the part of the Sa'ir, we don't allow you to bring it or wait until next year, is we're concerned about a takala mistake that might happen in the interim, that you might end up bringing it as a, a Qurban during the year, which it has to be brought for Kippur, it was designated for Kippur. Hi, the Gemara asks, what do you mean? Well, what about a regular animal? I can mean a khoshesh for takala. Because a regular animal, let's say, that has to be grazed until it, uh, like I designated a korban ola, let's say. For whatever purposes. And then I lost it, and I found another one. And I brought that one, and I have this animal over here. What do I do with it? Uh, let it uh, graze. Oh, why don't you make a gizirah? You might bring it, uh, you know, uh, as a uh, korban, and uh, you can't. So I'm not in the head of bringing this as a korban. I brought my korban already. And I know this animal over here is not, uh, it's not a korban. It's not, it's not a makeup for anything. But on the part of Sinaqim Kifur, I know... That it's korbanable, meaning I can bring it as a korban next year. So I might, I mean, the head of korban, so I'm preoccupied in korban. And then what's going to happen? What's going to happen is, I might bring it as a korban prematurely. Because the biuda holds that hatata sibur is meta.
That's basically the bottom line answer of our sugya. The reason why you cannot save the animal from one year to the next is because it says this whole concept of do we go there that a mistake that takala might come out that itself is a machlok at tanaim. Vetanya we have a brayta. Hada Vetanya hada everyone brayta. Come. Pesach kare berishon. Never call on Pesach. That for some reason they didn't bring it in the first Pesach. Yikrad b'sheni. So sell it to somebody that needs a Pesach sheni. You have a guy that happened to be tamer. You have your, you have a korban that was uh, not used Pesach rishon. Let the guy use a Pesach sheni. B'sheni. Oh, now let's say you had a korban that was supposed to be used on Pesach sheni, but it wasn't used. Yikrad b'shana ba'ah. Oh, so you see the clip right that clearly says what. You could use it next year. So obviously we're not consistent in the interim, you're going to bring it as a another korban. So here clearly you see we're not worried about takala. So that's the first right that this is a tana holding, we're not worried about takala. The Ritma asks over here, what's the takala? We know that a korban pesah that's brought during the year, shelol lishma counts as a shalamim. So what's the problem? No takala, it'll be viable as a shalamim. So the Ritma points out that we're worried if you're going to bring it stam. Because we're going according to the opinion that says Korban Pesach needs an Akira. But in order to take it out of the Pesach status, you have to have a negative Kavanah. Now the Takala is, he might just bring it, Stam, and Stam is going to be Pesach. And Pesach, Leshem Pesach, during the course of the year is Pasul. That's the Takala. And still you see this opinion is not worried about that. Because the opinion says, hold it till next year. But we have another writer that says, Lo Yikraf. <laughs> no, don't bring that Korban Pesach. You got you to gotta get rid of it. It says, My love, the must be that the Mahlokot is bright over here. One rabbi is Hoshesh for Takala, and one rabbi is not. Kibra says, No, no, that's not the explanation. Both bright Takala is not the issue. And over here we're going back to the Mahlokot of Rabbi Rabbanan. How do you define a year? Because we know that a Quran Pesach can only be in its first year. Now, we're going to go back. The Braitha that says you could wait until next year, that's going like the B. Because he says a year is 365 days. So since he is 365 days, from one Pesach to another is only 364 days. Therefore, no problem. But Sheikh and according to the Banan, they say it's a lunar year. But from one Pesach to another Pesach, what about it's going to be in its second year? So that's the opinion. The Velo Kasha had a B, had a Banan. And therefore, one Pesach says, What do you mean we have a Braitha? Oh, the Braitha says the same law applies to the money, meaning a guy designated money for a Pesach Rishon. Alright, he didn't buy it. So give it to somebody that needs it for a Pesach Sheni. Alright, a guy didn't use it for Pesach Sheni, save the money, one rabbi says, save the money until next year. Another rabbi of the Braitha says, no, you got to get rid of the money. Now, here, it's nothing to do with a year. The, the year old does not apply to money. So therefore, obviously, must be what's the mahlokit? Takala. So the Gemara says, um, I mean, What's the takala? One rabbi says, if you're going to keep the money around, you might have to use it for something else. And you have to, it's earmarked for Korban Pesach. Other rabbi says, no. So you do, the, do indeed see that the inyan of takala is a mahlokit. But that is really the bottom line answer. And now with Sugya, the reason why Korban Sa'ir of Kippur and Par, if you lost it and it resurfaced, the reason why we don't let you wait until next year is because of a Hoshesh of a Takala.
Okay, comes the next Mishnah. <laughs> we continue the Seder Avodah on Kippur. The Kohen now comes to the Sa'ir HaMishtaleyah. And he places his two hands on the animal And he makes a confession And this is what he says And now we're going to follow the Girsa of the Bach Right, following going to the more severe Sin, going down to the Less severe The nation of Israel Anna, and now the bar changes that to Bashem Kaper na laavonot v'la peshaim v'la chataim she'avu v'shepashu v'shechatu lefanecha amecha beti bnei Yisrael beti Yisrael. Again, atone for the sins of bnei Yisrael. Kekatu v'torat Moshe avdecha. Like it's written in the Torah of Moshe, Lemor saying ki bayom ezeh. On this day, God will atone for you, to purify you, your For of God, you will become purified. The Mishnah continues. And the Kohanim and the nation, that were standing in the courtyard, when they heard the explicit name, meaning when the Kohen would make the bidu, he'd say, Anna Hashem, Anna Bashem, that's the explicit name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shu Yotzeh Pi Kohen Gadol, when it came out of the mouth of Kohen Gadol, they would bow and prostrate themselves, v'noflim, ahad penem, and fall on their face, v'omrim, Baruch Shem, blessed be the name, kevod, malchuto, of God's kingdom, le'olam ba'id. Now, Masru de Mishaya Molicho. Now, after they do the vidui, they give it to the uh, man in charge of taking it out to throw it off the cliff. Hakol Kesherin Molicho. Everybody is kasher to take the animal off Azazel. You don't necessarily need Kohanim. Ela Shahasua Kohanim. I think they take out the word Gedolim over there. That is the. Uh, okay. <coughs> the Kohanim made a, a rule They didn't allow Israel to take the Azazel They did it themselves That she says They established that the Kohanim had a set rule They did not allow the Bedin the of Kohanim did not allow Israel to take out the um, now, Amar Biyoseh, the Biyoseh just proves that it is kasher with everybody. There was a fellow by the name of Arsela, and she says that was his name. Uh, the Basur Tashas says, Mitziporin, he was from the city of Tziporin, Vi'Israelaya. And he was in uh, Israel, and he took out the uh, Sayyidah Mishtalaya one time. Ve'kevesh Asudo, now they used to make a ramp, for the one that was taking out the Sa'ira Mishtalayah, Mepnea Babliim, because of the Babylonians, Shayu Metalshin Besaro, they would pull out his hair. It's Mahloket, whose hair they pulled out? Either the Sa'ir's hair, like it's Mashma from Rashi, because Rashi's Lashon is the Kevish Kimin Mahala, like a stage, Asulo, Shugavoa, the Yotzeh Derekoto, Kevish Hutazar, I would leave the Azara from that. Ramp, let's say. 
So they will not be able to touch the animal that is being sent. They used to pull the animals Get rid of them quickly. We don't want to have an over here. So they would like harass the animals if the guy would run away now in order to get his uh, the animal off the mountain. Hey, we don't want our sins to, to remain over here. Get go go quick to the uh, to the mountain. And someone they actually pull the air out of the uh, of the shaliyah. They didn't let him do it. That's why the rabbis put a ramp in order to elevate them so they can the guys get out of access. Take it and go, take it and go. Let's just read. Look at Rashi in the Mishnah. Balo etzel sa'ir. Tap Rashi in the Mishnah. Now our Mishnah is going back to its original. Exactly in order of the way we're learning. After we finished all the bloods of the he would come to the Remember we learned that they stood it facing Shanikanor, which was the gate that he would exit from. Like we said, Okay. Comes the Gemara. Gemara says, when we learn in the Mishnah, that the vidui that was made on the Sayyidah Mishnah was for what? For Beit Yisrael. So the Gemara says, But there was no atonement on the Sayyidah Mishnah for Bnei Aaron. Man Tana, who's that author? Amar of Yirmiyad, the Lord of Yehuda. If you remember, we had a great Mahlokan above amongst the Tanaim. Which animals atone for the Kwanim? One rabbi said, only, that was Rosh Rabbi only the par atoned for the Kwanim. The Sa'ir was all for Israel, but the par was all for Kwanim. And we had another opinion that said, no, both the par and the Sa'ir atoned for the Kohanim as well. So therefore, from our Mishnah, there's no atonement by the Sayyidah Mishnah for the Kohanim. So the Gemara says, our Mishnah is not going like the Be'udah. The Igre Be'udah, Ha'amar yesh lehem kapara b'Sayyidah Mishnah. Right? The Be'udah held that indeed the Kohanim did have kapara from the Sayyidah Mishnah. And our Mishnah is mashma, not. Abaye amar afidu tema the Be'udah. So Abaye comes, no, you can even say our Mishnah is like the Be'udah. Why? Atu Kohanim lav bechala mecha Yisrael inu. Why? The Kohanim are not part of Yisrael. When the vidu you said, what did you say? Kapel amicha bet Israel. What? Kohanim are not part of the bet Israel. So it's concluding them also. The Bible says the Mishnah is going like the Biuda as well. That says they are included in the Sa'ir. Comes the Gemara says Masru lemishemolicho. And they would give the animal to the one that was in charge of bringing it out. This fellow was called Ish or Iti. Okay, which literally means a designated man. Meaning he was designated to bring the animal to the mountain. So the Gemara is doing Ish, l'akshir et azar. When it says Ish, it comes and tells me you don't need a Kohen. It can even be a non-Kohen. Iti, meaning has to be designated. Shiyehem mezuman. Good, you have to designate him. Now she says, Mukhan lekach me'etmol. Meaning you can't decide who's going to take it out that day on Kippur. From already the day before, he, he have, he's, he's designated. Now, the Gemara is Doresh. Iti, what else do we learn from it? Iti can also mean a time. Timely, it. Afilu b'Shabbat. That you can even take the Sa'ir ha-Mishtaleyah on Shabbat. Kippur that falls out on Shabbat. Now, what would be the problem to take it out on Shabbat? The Gemara will explain. What do I need to pursue to tell me even on Shabbat? What's the suit of taking an animal on Shabbat? We'll see. Iti, afilu b'Tum'ah. Even if the guy is Tameh, 
It's also okay. The Gemara asks, "What do you mean? Of course, he can be tamei. He's not in the Beit Hamikdash. He's outside the Beit Hamikdash. He's walking uh, outside to a mountain. What's the problem if he's tamei?" The Gemara will explain. Ish lagzir tazar. The Gemara starts. We said that the word ish is coming to me that even a zar is okay. Beshita. It's not a kohen has to do it, which means we know it's outside the Beit Hamikdash. Obviously, not wearing bigdel lavan. So why would I think? That a zar is no good. That I need a pasuk to come and tell me, oh, each is coming to tell me even zar. Of course, why should a zar not be good? Now the tena kapara ketiva because Bahamut the Sa'id does affect kapara. So I might have think that thought that it has to be done by a kohen kamashmalat that even a Yisrael is okay. Ketiva filu b'shabbat, and you tell me that in its time, even if it's on Shabbat, lemayin cheta. What's that like? Why shouldn't it be permissible on Shabbat? What's the problem? Amar af sheshat lo mar shimaya chole markibo al ketefo. That if the animal is sick, he can carry it. He can put the animal on his shoulder and carry it. Now on a Shabbat, he can't carry. Comes to Buzzard with his Even on Shabbat, if he has to carry the animal because it's sick, it's okay. Keman natan. Now we learned the Masikh Shabbat. Uh, a great mahluket if we say hai no se itatsmo. Do we say that an animal or a living being carries its own weight? So obviously we're going according to the opinion over here, not like Rabbi Natan. Rabbi Natan says, really, Minat Torah, you can carry an animal. If it's uh, an animal that's alive on Shabbat, why? Because basically the animal carries its own weight. If anything, it'll only be Isur Drabanan. And we have a rule that we're not going to put an Isur Drabanan in the, uh, in the, you know, in the service of the Beit HaMikdash. So when the Gemara is saying over here, that the issue would have been, if the animal is sick, you're carrying it, obviously we're going according to the opinion that says, that hai no se'et, hai eno no se'et, that's more. That really, that's asur, mena Torah. And that's why I have a pasuk to come and tell you, still, it's okay. Kamala said, no. Afilu temar binatan. I can even go according to the opinion that says, hai no se'et, that's more. Hala shani. But when the animal is sick, he doesn't carry his own weight. He's dead weight again. What's the whole logic of Haino Seyat Atzmo? Because the... Right, he carries him. He helps. He shifts his weight, etc. And therefore it's considered that he carries his own weight. However, an animal that's sick is dead weight again. And therefore even the Binatan will agree of here will be Yisur, the Uraita. And that's why I asked the government, tell me, Aiti even on Shabbat. Amar Afram. Afram says a big Hadush over here. Rafam's going to say, Zotomeret Eruv Veotzaa Le Shabbat Vein Eruv Veotzaa Le Yom Kippurim. You see over here that what? According to this opinion, you're allowed to carry on Kippur. Right. Because why did it come out to say, Iti Le Shabbat? We just say, Iti Le Kippur. Ela must be on a regular Kippur during the week. No problem with carrying. That's why there's no problem even if the animal was sick, you carry it. The Hadush is what? On Shabbat, you're going to have a problem because they're carrying Zisur. So this opinion obviously holds what? En Eruv. Now when the word Eruv is said, Eruv and Hotza'ah are interrelated obviously. The whole reason why you make Eruv Haserot is because of the Yisur of Hotza'ah. So the point is, for Kippur, there's no Eruv Hotza'ah, but Shabbat obviously there is. The top Tosfot comes along and says, Rafram's opinion was rejected categorically in Masechet Keritud of Yudalid. And the Maskana, bottom line, of course there is Hotza'ah and Eruv obviously, Legabe Kippur as well. Let's read Rashi, Zot Omere. Mede'etzterich. We can learn over here the N Isur that there's not going to be an Isur Eruv 
והוצאה ליום הכיפורים. דאי יום הכיפורים כשבת והוצאה, למה נקרא להטיל מסע בשבת? הוא היה צריך לשבת פה. הרי כשחל בכל נמי כשבת דמי, even if it's on the weekday it's like שבת. וכאמר רחמנא ישלחנו, ישלחנו, ביי. Period in this Lashi. Now continue. Lashi just says, "Eruv kedem nazbar." When the Gemara uses Lashon Hotzan, Eruv, Eruv is derech agave to the word Eruvin. Ela dehab hatalia, because the Eruv is dependent on the law of Hotzan. The law tiknu achrim Eruv hatzerot. Ela bezvid isur Hotzan. Shegazru Hotzan mershut mershut gizra mershut Hotzan mershut yachid mershut rabim. Right? The rabbis were gozer that you cannot carry even in a private area like a Eruv, like a like a hatzer. Because it might come to carry in private to public. So therefore you see over here what? You see that the Gemara is coming to say, according to Rafram, at least in this Gemara, that there is no um, uh, problem of carrying on Kippur. That's what we have to go to. Shabbat. Comes the Gemara and says, Iti v'afinu betumah. Right? So the Gemara says, even if the guy that's bringing the animal to the mountain is tameh, it's okay. Gemara z'mayin chetah. What's the Hidush? Which means, why? It's outside the Beit HaMikdash, so therefore, of course, why, why shouldn't, uh, why shouldn't I allow him to be Tameh? Amar Av Sheshat, Hidush, Lomar, Sheim Nitma Meshalecho, if the guy that's sending it out is Tameh, Nichnas Tameh La'azara Umshalecho. He's allowed to go into the Azara to pick it up. Which wow. is, where, where's the animal standing? In the Azara for the Shanikanor. The Hidush is, we let the guy go in Bitum'ah to the Azara, and it's handed off to him by the Kohen, and he takes it out from the Azara. That's already, you need to get Zerat katuf Because you really cannot go in the Azara Bitum'ah. Now, the Gebara goes on to a series of questions that they asked Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer knew the answer to these questions. But he deflected them. He didn't give a clear answer. And the Gemara is going to say the reason why he deflected them is because he hadn't heard a definitive answer on these subjects of his rabbi. And he was careful only to give answers to questions that he heard that were explained by his rabbi. Now, the Gemara says, Sha'alut <laughs> al-ketefo. They said, the question that we just discussed. The animal, the Azazel, got sick. Right? Could you carry it on his shoulders or his back to the mountain? Amad lahem, yacholun harkiv anivatim. A sick goat? Even a sick goat is strong enough that it can carry both of us. Which means, what are you, what are you asking, a sick animal? You think a sick animal uh, is so weak? A sick animal, if we would ride on it, it'd be able to carry us. So he deflected. So the Gemara says, Let's say the shaliyah that's bringing the animal, he got sick. Are you allowed to designate on Kippur to bring another guy? To be the shaliyah? We'll live in peace. We don't have to worry about this. We're not the shaliyah. This is not our subject. Which means this doesn't, uh, this doesn't bother us, this. That she says. Look at that she. Yachol arkiv ani v'atim. Bari v'chazak ayasai l'arkiv oti v'etchev ala. They can carry both of us. Lekaman aminin shaliyah hafez l'arshib al she'elatam ma'shelosh shemam b'pirabbo. 
אני ואתם, כלומר, מה לכם נשאול לעזות? לא אני ולא אתם, נזקק לשלוח, ישלחנו ביד אחר, דחפו ולא מת, ירד אחריו וימיתנו. ועכשיו, once the Gemara started with the questions that they asked to be the Ezer, we discussed some more questions that they asked to be the Ezer, and he also deflected them because he didn't want to answer something that he did not hear specifically from his rabbi. So the Gemara says, שאלו את רבי די עזר. They asked רבי די עזר. פלוני, מהו לעולם הבא? So and so, what's his status in Olam Abba? Now, who, who are they talking about? Which, which, which person? So look at the Tosafot. Peloni Maul Olam Abba, Pirushlah Avshalom. They were asking about Avshalom, the son of David. Sheba al Pilagshe Abif. Because he had relations with his father's David's concubines. מהו לעולם הבא? Now what's the question? מי סבירה לן אדם הרב נשים בכתובה וקידושין פילגשים בלא כתובה ולא קידושין? Do you hold that a פילגש is not a כתובה and קידושין? Therefore it's not really considered in איסור what he did because they don't have a קידושין רק יאמין בסנדים פלק כהן גדול או לא if it's a avon he did that affects his עולם הבא If it's okay, then he's in. So that was it. Does Abshalom have all of them? That's one way of understanding the question. The Yesh Mephar Shem Tosfot says, Sheshalu al Shilomo. The Yesh is Shilomo Melech of all of them. Mi Yisfir Alan Kerebi Yonatan Damar Kona Omer Shilomo Echad Shilomo Chata Eno Elo Toe. It says Shilomo did Abu Nazara. The question is, is that an exaggeration in the Pasuk? That his wives just did it and he condoned it? And therefore, he didn't really commit the sin? Therefore, He gets Olam Abba, Shleman, Velo Ayal Lebabo Shalem, Kelbab David Abiv. It just says he wasn't as perfect as his father David, but he was, but he was perfect. Who de lo ayah, Mechta Anameh lo ayah, Chata, but he didn't sin. Hachiyamar Repelik Bameim Mimsha. Or do you say no, that he actually committed the sin of Abu Dazah? So they asked him, he answered pointed questions. Av Shalom Yesh Lohalik Le Olam Abba, or Shalawa Melech, which means again, Do we follow the opinion that says he actually sinned? Or do you say no? It was a ki'ilu. Amar leh. So he answers back to them. Amar lehu. Lo she'iltuni ila al-ploni. Well, you're only asking on them. That's your only question? Again, a deflection. He doesn't answer yes. He doesn't answer no. Next question. So the Gagot Abachovia says, Lo she'altuni ela al-ploni u-ploni, ma'a le'olam abba. Amar lehem, Lo she'altuni ela al-ploni. Okay, Amar lehem, you only ask me on so-and-so? Now, next question. Ma'u l'hatsil ro'e kivsa min ha'ari. Okay, question like this. Can we save the kivsa, the... Lamb or the sheep from the lion. Who's the lamb? Who's the lion? 
תוספות. מהו להציל הכבשה מן הארי? זה תוספות? כלומר, בת שבע מיד דוד. בת שבע is considered the lamb, and David is considered the lion. מסביר הלן, do we hold? דאמר רבי יונתן במסכת כתובות כל היוצא למלחמת בית דוד גט קריטות כותב ואשתו. Right? We have a tradition that says anybody that went out to the wars in the times of David would give a get to his wife, a conditional get. Okay? If he doesn't return by a certain date. And therefore what David did when he was with Bathsheba, he was in the clear. Because uh, she wasn't married retroactively. Or do you say no? That what? That uh, David uh, committed something over here. V'uriyah katav get le Bathsheba. Ma'u... That's it. So that, that's the first question. Which means the kivsah from the Ari. Do you save Bathsheba from the lion? Meaning, is she guilty or not? What Bathsheba did with David, do we save the kivsah from the lion or not? Amad lahem, lo shaltun yela ala kivsah. He only asked me about the sheep. What about the shepherd from the lion? Who's the shepherd? Uriah Hachiti was Bathsheba's husband. Now, Uriah, in front of David, David Amelech told Uriah, go back home. Uriah said, how can I go back home? Vadoni Yoav, my master Yoav is in the field. So there's a great mahloket. At that point, is that considered Mored bin Malchut? One opinion says, that's considered rebellious, because you don't call Yoav your master in front of David. That's what Malchut, what David had a right to kill him, as he did. Or do you say no? Holkim kavod letalmid b'fnehadav. You can't give respect to the talmid you have in front of the master. So Rabbi Elijah deflects the Bathsheba question. Says, oh, ask me, do we? Says that. Amar lahem lo shaltuni ela ikavsa. Okay, so he told them, you only ask me on the. On the sheep. So they go, okay, fine. They ask them a further question. They're the students. Could we save Uriah from the lion? Which is, is Uriah innocent or not? What was the story over there with Uriah when he called Yoav his master? Is, is he guilty? Is he not? What, you're only asking me about the uh, Uriah? You're only asking me on the shepherd? Again, deflection. So, okay, they continue. Mamzer Mahu Lirash. Okay, a Mamzer. That's a child born from, let's say, an adulterous relationship. For example, does a Mamzer have rights of inheritance? So he asks back, Mahu Liyabim. Well, does he have rights to make you boom? Which means, uh, he, he, he answered the question with a question. Which means, if let's say uh, you know, the uh, Mamzer uh, falls, his brother dies, okay? Uh, now he has to marry his sister. Does, uh, does the Mamzer fulfill uh, the Mizvah of Yibum? He asked that question to him. So Kabzi Kamaran says, Ma'ul Asud et Beto. Are you allowed to plaster your house? They asked him. After the Churban Bet HaMikdash, you have to leave a little area, you know, uh, as a unplastered, as a commemorance to the destruction. So they asked him, uh, does that apply? Ma'uli sud et betor. As she says, Bismana zeh, mi asud mepnet sar churban abayit? So what does he answer back? 
Are you allowed to plaster your, uh, your graves? Which means there was a custom in the olden days as well that they used to put the uh, plaster back. He tested back, do you have to plaster the graves? Which means in the olden days they used to plaster the graves. It was a form of marking the spot where the grave was so the Kohanim will not become Tamir. So they don't, they're able to eat the Tirumah bitara. So he was asking back, well, today that we don't have Tirumah, right? Because there's no Beta Mikdash. So therefore. Could be, we don't have to plant to the graves anymore to make a sign. Again, deflection. Don't think he didn't answer them, um, and he uh, diverted them, like a person is trying to divert somebody when he doesn't know the answer. Because he never said anything that he did not explicitly hear from his rabbi. And that was his uh, policy. That comes the Gemara and says, "Shaala isha hakamat Rabbi Eliezer." A wise lady once asked Rabbi Eliezer, "Me'achar shemagaseh aigel shavin." When the Jewish people worshipped the aigel, the golden calf, bottom line, everybody worshipped it. Zavodazara. Mepenema en mitatan shaveh. How come there were three different deaths? The Gemara is going to tell us some people died from the sword, some people died of a plague, and some people died of hadrakon, which is dropsy. Which means, if it's the same sin of Abu Dazara, this lady asked, what are you, why three different punishments? He answered, the wisdom of a lady is limited to her yarn sticks. Which means, uh, go, 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 knit a sweater. This is not your, uh, this is not your subject. What are you asking uh, questions over here on the, on the Torah? The chukmah of a lady, you know, uh, don't, uh, don't ask out of your, uh, out of your field. The Pasuk says, All the wise ladies, what did they do? With their hands, they, uh, they sold the currents for the Beit HaMikdash, for the Mishkan. Now, but the Gibran says, it's a good question. So the Gibran analyzes that. Itmar, Rav Levi, Chad Amar, one rabbi says like this, Zibayah Vekiter, anybody that sacrificed or brought incense in front of the Egil, Besaif. They got the most severe punishment, but that's considered Abu Dazaram, I'm not bringing a sacrifice to the idolatry. The punishment is Saif. That she asked, what do you mean? Abu Dazaram is punished by Sikila. But that's only after Matan Torah. This was talking about before Matan Torah. And before Matan Torah, the punishment of Bene Noah of Abu Dazaram is Saif. So therefore, they got punished like Bene Noah. Gafaf Venishek, if he hugged the Egil or kissed the Egil, Bemita. Then he got the uh, died of the plague. Sameyah bil babot, he was happy in his heart of what was going on, badrok, and then he died of dropsy. The Hadam, another opinion says, Edim if there were witnesses and he was warned not to serve Abu Dazara, besides, he got the most severe punishment of uh, the sword. Edim below if there were witnesses but they didn't warn him, bemita, he just got the regular death of plague. Lo Edim below no witnesses and no warning. During that incident of the Egil, all B'nai were involved, but the tribe of Levi did not worship the Egil. And the Pasuk says, 
Who's the God? Come to me. But yes, if we love Kol Bnei Levi, the whole tribe of Levi, Kol Bnei Levi came to. So you see, Levi was not involved. Kemara says, what do you mean? Yativ Rabina v'Kama lehashmata. Rabina was sitting and he said over this pigdush that Levi was not involved. Etibe Benera Papa Bar Abal Rabina. So the sons of the Papa asked the question to Rabina. Haomer leAbiv ulEmo Lor Etiv. What are you talking about? It says, when Moshe blessed the tribe of Nevi, it says one of the praises he gave them was, is that Nevi was so zealous, that when Moshe Rabbeinu said, Mila Hashem Elai, the tribe of Nevi went out, and they killed their own family members. They said about their own father and mother, I don't know you, implying what? That their father and mother worshipped Abu Dazara. The end of the Pasuk says, Ve'et banav no yada. He, they didn't recognize their brothers, their sons, meaning they killed even their sons. And their own brothers. What are you talking about? Which means if you just told me that the tribe of Levi did not worship Abu Dazara, then how are they killing their mothers and fathers and brothers and sons? That means the tribe of Levi also worshipped the Egil. Again, after the Egil, Moshe Rabbeinu told them, go out and kill anybody that's worshipping. <coughs> and Moshe Rabbeinu praises the tribe of Levi and says, wow, they were great. They didn't even, you know, they didn't know their own parents. So the Gemara says, no, no, no. Abi, what does their father mean? Abi Immo Misrael. It means their maternal grandfather. A father is also called a grandfather sometimes. I mean, a grandfather is called a father sometimes. And it was the maternal grandfather who was Yisrael. Ehav. Their brothers, Yisrael. It was their brothers from their mother who was married to a Yisrael from a different marriage. We call it a half brother. Banav, bene bitomi Yisrael. Their grandchildren from their daughters who married Yisrael. Correct. The daughter of Levi married out that a grand So therefore, no Levi proper worship. That's the pshat in those pesukim. The kevish rasulo says what they made a ramp, right, to, to to bring the guy out to save him from the violence that they would do to him by pulling the hair out of the animal. Let's say when he left. These guys were not Babylonians. Ela Alexandriim ayu. They were people from Alexandria. But since there was so much resentment at the time to the Babliim, they would call them Babliim. Which means they nicknamed the Alexandriim. They called them Babliim because there was much resentment that people had against the Babliim. They were nicknamed for these type of people. In any event, the Gemara says, Tanya, Rabbi Yudaomer, Lo Babliim are you? They weren't Babylon, they were Alexandrian. Amalor Rabbi Yosef, so Rabbi Yosef said, Your mind should be settled, because you settled my mind, because Rabbi Yosef was from Babylonia. And therefore, he said, these Babylonians were the guys that were pulling the hair out. He said, oh no, it was the Alexandrian. He said, oh, you rested my mind. It's not us. It was the uh, Alexandrian. He says, God should give you peace of mind, because you gave me peace of mind. Now she says three lines on the bottom. It was difficult for him to, to say such a thing. Last point, the Gemara says, Tana. Right, they would tell him, take it and leave, take it and leave, take the tsair fast and go out. Tana. Ma. 
שהה ספירה דן וחובה דרה סגיאן What are you letting the ספירה, the goat, שהה, delay וחובה דרה, the sins of the generation, סגיאן, are great That was what they were saying, hey, what are, you, what are you taking your time, get this thing out of here and go bring it, let's read the last Rashi what are you leaving the side over here? They're on the animal. Therefore, take it off and throw it off the mountain. So,